Welcome to the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast, where it is never too early for fantasy football. My name is Jeff. And I'm Alex. As always, thank you for downloading, listening, liking, and commenting on our podcast videos. Please join our community by subscribing to us on the socials. Our handle on all platforms is at N2E Fantasy. We are also available on all major podcasting apps by searching N2E Fantasy. Alex, what do we have on today's show? Today's show is our week 12 preview. And so we will be running down all of the Thanksgiving week matchups. And we can talk about who we start, who we bench. Jeff can even throw out a wager or two. And uh, we'll also pick who we think is going to win the game. So let's get started with the Thursday night, uh, the Thursday matchups. There should be several of them since it's Thanksgiving Day. We can start with the Packers at Lions. Jeff, who do you have in this matchup? So the first thing I want to say is there are no by weeks this week. So no one has any excuse going into this week. Like you get your whole slate as long as there aren't injuries. Um, which there are plenty of those. One of those injuries that we're talking about is Aaron Jones. I do not expect Aaron Jones to play in this game. So I'm going to be starting uh, Goff, Mont- Montgomery, Gibbs, Dylan in place of Jones here. Obviously, if Jones is playing, I would consider starting him over Dylan, but I believe Dylan has shown enough now to be in starting lineups. St. Brown, Laporta, and Luke Musgrave. If you are desperate, we know Joe Burrow went down. We know that there's Justin Jefferson and a few wide receivers that have injuries. I would start Jordan Love or Romeo Dobbs in a pinch. And for this week, you can go ahead and give me the Lions. Alex, let me know what I missed and let me know your pick. Well, we just talked about him offline, but Jaden Reed is somebody that I would also consider starting as a wide receiver three or flex. Uh, In fact, I probably will be starting him this week in at least one of my leagues. So he is someone that looks like he's picked up lately. He's the leading receiver so far in the season for the Packers. So he's someone I I would start. But uh, I will take Detroit in this matchup, and I agree with the other starts that you had. All right. So we can go ahead and move on to matchup two, where we have Washington at the Cowboys. Alex, I'll let you break down this matchup and let me know who you're starting and who you got. Well, I have a feeling we're both going to be picking Dallas, but I'll let you for sure say that uh, when when you're ready for that. But out of who to start, starting Howell, even against a tough defense, starting Dak as well. We're starting Brian Robinson Jr., probably still starting Tony Pollard at this point, but with uh, Doddle as a flex. I am starting CJ <laughs> CD Lamb every week. Outside of that, McLaurin, Dotson, if Samuel is healthy and uh, unsuspended, I would start Samuel as a flex play as well. Gibson's also a flex play, as well as Brandon Cooks and Michael Gallup. Jeff, I'm taking Dallas. Who do you have in this one? And who did I miss? I'm also going to go the Cowboys in this matchup. I do believe that this could be a high-scoring matchup, and Washington does have enough firepower to move the ball up and down the field against the Cowboys. So I, being a divisional matchup, and I know Washington plays the division a lot tougher than the rest of the NFL, I do think this could be like a three- to six-point game, but I do see the Cowboys winning this game as well. But I don't have anyone else to throw out that you haven't said I just want to reiterate I I for my... the tight ends. What do you think yep. of Ferguson and Thomas? So in a pinch, yeah, I would start Ferguson and Thomas. And also for me in a pinch, Dotson, I don't think he's ready for lineups right now. He's 
preferred to be on the bench at this exact point. But uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to the 49ers at the Seattle Seahawks. Jeff, do you think that Gino is going to start this one? Do you think his elbows healthy enough for him to play? What do you think is going on with this matchup? As well as Kenneth Walker. So from what we know right now, it does not seem like Gino will be able to play on Thursday, but keep checking in on that here. And it definitely doesn't seem like Kenneth Walker will be able to play. So because of that, I'm going to start Purdy. I'm going to start Charbonnet in this matchup. I know it seems like a really tough matchup for a running back, but I'm going to be starting CMC. Of course, he restarted a touchdown streak, as we have mentioned previously. And, uh, I would start Metcalf, Lockett, Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle. So pretty much all the pass-catching options. I do believe Drew Locke can support Metcalf and Lockett um, and Charbonnet. But we'll see how that goes. But again, um, as we talked about, the Seahawks were just swept for the season by the Rams. And I don't know if their season is going to uh, be on the upward trajectory at this exact point. So go ahead and give me the 49ers in this pretty tough matchup. Okay, so I'll just say that whether Geno plays hurt or whether they start Drew Locke, I, I don't think that Seattle's going to win this one either way. So I, I'm going with the 49ers. If Geno was healthy, it would be closer, but I would still pick the 49ers because I just think the 49ers are the dramatically better team and arguably top two, if not the top overall team in the NFC. Um that being said, I don't have any differences. I would just say for me, Charbonnet is more of a flex player or um, emergency RB2 for you guys. That's just how I view it. But I think he's startable. So I agree with you there. Yeah, he's going to be a big PPR guy, I believe, in this matchup. So in PPR, half point PPR, fire, fire him up. Standard, maybe not so much. All right. Okay. So we're in agreement on the first three matchups, Alex. And uh, we can go ahead and jump over to the Dolphins at the Jets. Let me know who you have in this matchup and uh, who you're starting. Well, I'm not starting any Jets quarterbacks this week. That's for sure. I know that they have officially benched Zach Wilson for Boyle, and that does nothing for me. I would start Tua even against a tough Jets team unless I have a better option. So if you have a better option than Tua this week, great. Go for it. I uh, don't think that agent is going to end up playing. There's a chance that he does, so keep an eye on that. But I, I would trust that Mustard is going to be the guy for Miami this week. So that's that's who I would play. Uh, Bryce uh, Brees Hall, I would play him. You know, I feel like I have to every week as well as, well as Garrett Wilson and uh, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Those are the guys that I would play. Maybe Conklin if you desperately need a tight end, but he's more a uh, tight end two for me. That's about it, Jeff. I am taking Miami. I I know that Miami had a low-scoring game against the Raiders, but I feel like Miami's a much better team than the Jets are right now. Who do you have? So we should mention very first, very first Friday game in the NFL that I can recall. So pretty cool ground that we are crossing here. We like more days of NFL and standalone games. I do believe this game starts at 3 p.m. Eastern, so just be on the lookout for what time it starts. And uh, yeah, I'm also going to go the Dolphins on this, but you hit every single starter that I'm going to start in this matchup. Paul and Wilson, unfortunately, are just must-starts in, in every league. And I don't think H-Han does go this week. I think it's too short of a turnaround time. But 
as always, check those um, inactive reports 90 minutes beforehand to double check. All right, Alex, I think I'm Did set you with that matchup. Takes? Yeah, the Dolphins. Okay. All right, we can move on now to Jeff's favorite matchup of the week, and that's the Carolina Panthers at the Tennessee Titans. Jeff, who do you have in this matchup? Ah, so um, first I'm going to talk about who I would start and set. Um, I'm going to start Henry, Sanders, Thielen, and Hopkins. So basically one running back and one wide receiver from each team. Everyone else can pretty much stay on the bench in this matchup. So looking at this matchup a little bit deeper, um, I am going to go with the Titans in this matchup. I don't feel great about it. This is a very winnable matchup for the Panthers, but I do believe that uh, at home, I believe the Titans can pull off a victory in this one. Alex, agree or disagree? I actually disagree. I am picking the Panthers in this one. Um, I think it's probably going to be a low-scoring game. I, I just think that both these teams, they line up pretty well. Like Panthers have struggled to get their passing game going, and the Titans are not very good against the pass. I, I think that the, the defenses kind of make it interesting for each other. So I, I think they're both bottom of the league at yards per game, bottom of the league at points per game, bottom in a lot of categories. So I think it's going to be competitive. And I think that the Panthers, who have no incentive to lose because they don't have their own pick, so and they're desperate to, one, Frank Wright needs to save his job, and two, they they, they need to salvage something. So I think that they have a lot to, more to play for, and I think that they're going to come out on top. But uh, it's a... <laughs> I say it every week. There's always coin flip games. This is very much a coin flip game, but I see Tennessee losing and Carolina coming out on top. Yeah. As notated on our last podcast, uh, Alex has two weeks ago, he had won all the differences that we had. And this week I won all of the differences that we had. So boy, I am beginning to root for this to be an Alex week. And that's really sad for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right alex so now we got your game on deck here we got the jaguars at the texans who are you starting and who are you sitting and uh what who do you got for this matchup i'm starting everybody starting trevor lawrence and cj stroud starting etn starting singletary starting kirk and bridley starting nico collins and tank dell starting ingram and schultz um, that's everyone I mean, maybe even a Noah Brown if he's healthy. So we'll even throw him out there. Um, can Stroud man. support three wide receivers? Yes, he can. You've told me capable... that rookie running, but rookie quarterbacks cannot support more than one. So now you've well, done a complete switch around. When you your rookie quarterback, when your rookie quarterback is being mentioned as an MVP candidate, that's the exception. It's mid-season, sir. Mid-season. I know, but still, the fact that he's even mentioned that way. Um, this is such a tough one because on, on paper, the Jaguars are a really good team. Uh, right now, momentum-wise, the Texans are doing phenomenal. I feel like they're on par. It's coin flip for me. Um, I'm going to take the Texans. I'll be the homer. You, you can pick Jaguars if you want, but I'm going Texans for this one. I agree with everyone that you start and sat, and I am going to go the Jaguars in this matchup. I just believe it's the best uh, outcome for this matchup. The Jaguars looked like a very complete team last Sunday. Okay. I'm just looking at their comparisons, and uh, everything lines up pretty well. The, 
everything is like really close to each other and their only differences or like the Texans passing yards per game is second, whereas Jaguars is 15th, but Jaguars are fourth in interceptions uh, defensively. So I feel like everything lines up for this to be a really good matchup. Let's hope that paper translates to reality. Is this the matchup of the week, Jeff? It's one of them in contention, but I think there's a little bit later of a game that I like a little bit more. That's actually not a divisional matchup. Okay. And I'm assuming that's the next matchup, which is the Patriots at the Giants. Absolutely not. Oh, right. So let's break down this one. This one's going to be a quick one. You're going to start both starting running backs, Barkley and Stevenson. And if you're desperate, you can start Douglas as well for the Patriots. Um, This matchup, I don't think is going to be all that close. The Giants won last week, which did win me a survivor pool, which I'm sure everyone's sick of hearing about by now. But I think last week was more of a fluke that was based on the six turnovers by the commanders. And I just don't see that happening with New England. I think that they'll play much more sound football. I think Bailey Zappi will be under center. Um, and maybe even uh, maybe even their rookie or uh, young quarterback. What was his name, Alex? Uh, Malik. Uh, Malik Cunningham? Yes, sir. That would be the guy. And uh, uh, he might be the starter for this week. But I just think that... Uh, I don't think DeVito's got two in him, to be honest. Uh, I think last week was a moral victory for the Giants, and now their season is pretty much done. I'm going to lock up the Patriots this week because I am in another Survivor League with a little over 100 participants left. And this week we actually have to pick two. And uh, so I'm going to go ahead and go the Patriots in this matchup, and it's going to be one of my lockups of the week. Okay, well, I'm going to continue my theme of picking against the Patriots. It seems it works out. Seemingly every time I pick against the Patriots. So doesn't that, isn't that I, also the case for picking against the Giants? Uh, yes. But in this case, I think we're in a weird area where DeVito is the best quarterback in this matchup. And that blows my mind. I don't, I don't believe he's better he than is. Bailey Zappi. I don't know how this happened, but to me, I think that he is because I don't think Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi are any good, at least not with this team. Maybe they can be good somewhere else, but DeVito, at this point, I thought the last game was very encouraging. I, I thought that they're starting to yep. use more weapons, like they got Barkley into space. I think that this is a game that the Giants can win. They have a history of beating the Patriots. So I'm going Giants with this one. I, I think that they they need it more. <laughs> but Dable needs that number one overall pick. So, yeah, I don't buy it. Um, I think that you are looking at the recency of the Giants where they did win a matchup where they got six turnovers. Like if they don't get those six turnovers, they don't win that matchup. But they four six turnovers. So I, I right. think that you but should that's not going to, it's not going to happen with a Bill Belichick team. Yeah, we'll see. So I think you are using recency biased here, sir, but uh, you're allowed to. How and the Patriots did, how many turnovers did the Patriots have before the bye week? That is a great question. So they had two interceptions, two brutal interceptions from the quarterbacks. And it could have okay. been it could have been worse than what it was, so I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that the Giants can win the turnover battle. Will it be six? No, but will they win the turnover battle? It's entirely possible. So, just for record here, the total giveaways for the year for the Patriots is sixteen, and that's over ten games, so they're averaging a little over one a game. Okay, we're not. Are we starting any wide receivers from these two teams? No, <laughs> Douglas would be would be someone that I consider as a as a uh, deep 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 flex play, but uh, yeah, 
I, I would need to see who the quarterback is first. Okay. Well, let's move on to the Saints at the Falcons. Jeff, first off, do we even know who the quarterback's going to be for the Saints or Falcons? Uh, we do know the Falcons. The Falcons is going with um, Desmond Ritter. So that is something that I actually said a couple of podcasts ago. Didn't understand why they went Heineke. They weren't going anywhere this year. Um, you did make the point that they were still in playoff contention at that point. But I made the the reverse argument that they should figure out what they have at uh, the quarterback position with Ritter this year. Because not knowing would be the worst case scenario going into the offseason in they must have finally agreed with me. They're going to go that route. Um, Carr seems like he's going to play, but I still would start Winston. Winston looked much more electric than Carr. Looked like a better fit for the offense, to be honest, than Carr. I would rather see a guy that's throwing down the field and uh, just airing it out. So in this matchup in particular, I would be starting Bijan, Kamara, Olave, London, Pitts, uh, Taysom Hill as well. Because I do believe Carr's not 100%. If Carr plays, Taysom Hill's going to play a lot. If Winston plays, Taysom Hill's going to play a lot. So, and if you're desperate, you can fire up either Carr or Winston, whoever is playing. But they're guys that I would let right on the bench at this exact moment and juncture. Um, I think this matchup is going to be a lot closer than we think it is going to be. So, with that being said... I'm going to go with the Saints here. And the reason why I'm going to go with the Saints is because there is mystery surrounding the quarterback. So I don't believe Atlanta is going to know which quarterback to uh, prepare for. And I don't think the Saints should tell them which quarterback that they should prepare for until Sunday morning. Honestly, I don't know why more teams don't do that as a strategic advantage. But uh, but yeah, go ahead and give me the Saints in this matchup. Uh, Alex, you agree, disagree? Anyone I missed? So I think the Saints probably win no matter which quarterback they start. Um, I really don't disagree with any of your choices there in that matchup. I just think that I think Heineke is still the quarterback that gives them the best chance of winning when it comes to the Falcons. And I think they're still in playoff contention because New Orleans is only five and five and the Falcons are four and six. So they're still within striking distance of at least the division title, which would get them in the playoffs. I just think that. Uh, the head coach Smith, I think he's just trying to scapegoat why they aren't successful. And I think he's trying to blame it on the quarterback situation instead of his own inadequacies as, as an offensive minded head coach. And I just wonder what it does to the morale of constantly switching back and forth with quarterbacks to seemingly no success. So we'll, we'll see how that works out for him. I expect him to probably get fired this year if he doesn't make the playoffs, but I will, like I said, I pick the Saints. They seem like they're backing him, and that is really scary for this franchise moving forward because it does seem like they're going to give him one more stab at the quarterback, Apple. All right, okay. moving on to our next matchup, the Steelers at the Bengals. Alex, let me know who you're starting in this matchup and uh, who you're picking. Oh, I'm starting all the running backs. So for the Bengals, that's mixing for the Steelers. That's Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. Oh. What do we do about the receivers? Because we have a Kenny Pickett throwing to the Steelers receivers, and we have no longer have Joe Burrow throwing to Jamar Chase, Higgins, or Boyd. So no idea um, what to do about those situations going forward. But Chase is so talented, you got to play him. If Higgins is somewhat healthy, if he's able to play, potentially play him, potentially play Boyd. Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, uh, those are really... At this point, they're wide receiver threes, flexes, or dart throws because you don't know what you're getting from them. You're hoping um, 
maybe they'll finally have a big game. Maybe they'll at least get a touchdown for you. So hopefully that happens. But uh, at this point, that's what we're stuck with as far as who's going to win this game. It's hard for me to buy into the Bengals without Joe Burrow. And I think I'm going to have to pick the Steelers. And I kind of hate that. Jeff, who do you have this week? And where did I go wrong? I, I think just mentioning Deontay or Pickens is just really hard right now. I don't like either one of them. And I don't really like the way that this this is going for either team right now. This was potentially a good matchup on paper to begin the year. And it's just a really disappointing matchup right now. But also, I um, I just watching the Steelers against the Browns and DTR last week, like this is just... Poof. This is like uh, both teams are going to struggle to hit the finish line here. I believe that the Bengals could upset them in this matchup, and I'm going to go with the Bengals in this matchup because I do believe that um, their defense is playing well. And if their defense is playing well, the Steelers can't move the ball. And if the Steelers can't move the ball and score points, then all it takes is one Kenny Pickett mistake and they win the football game. So let's go the Bengals in this. And we got another difference, Alex. Okay, we'll see how that plays out. Okay, so we move on to the next matchup here, and that is the Buccaneers at Colts. Jeff, who are you starting in this matchup, and who are you picking? I know you actually kind of like low-key like these teams. I don't low-key like the Buccaneers. They are definitely a division rival, so that is far, far, far out of the realm. You um, like the quarterbacks a little bit. I should say. A little Let bit. me clarify. I mean, Mayfield did, did us dirty last year. He just wasn't this guy that he is here, which which I think should elaborate on what we feel about Bryce Young. Like, if you got the right weapons around Bryce Young, look at how different it is for Mayfield versus Bryce Young right now. Like, I think Bryce Young's playing basically what Mayfield was playing last year. Get him a weapon or two, and it changes the conversation. So I think the Panthers will be looking for a weapon in the offseason to kind of uh, see what they have in Bryce Young. Um, but in this matchup, I'm going to start Mayfield, White, love Rashad White. Rashad White is a must-start RB1 going forward this season. Um, Jonathan Taylor, must-start RB1 the rest of the season as well. Uh, Pittman, Downs. I love Downs. Downs should be almost 100% now after the bye week. Evans, Godwin. Godwin's a little bit harder of a start right now because he's just not seeing the volume that he should be. Um, and if desperate, you can start Minshew, Otten. Um, and I guess um, it downs would be in my if desperate section if he's not 100%. Um, but in this particular matchup, since it's in Indy, let me go ahead and take the Colts in this matchup. Okay. Oh, I like all the guys that you said the starts. Um, I'm actually going to take the Buccaneers. I, I think that I'm not sure if I remember you saying Palmer as a potential flex play. Uh, I know that there's no bye weeks this week, so only if you have like a lot of injuries would you consider starting Palmer for the Buccaneers. Um, I, I think Minshew, decent for two quarterback leagues. I uh, wouldn't start him in a uh, solo quarterback league. But other than that, I agree, and uh, I'm starting. I'm picking the Bucks to beat the Colts. All right. So we have another difference right there. I mean, we have what? a bunch of differences in the last few games, but we can move on to a game where we hopefully won't have a difference because this is going to be my second lock it up game, but I'm going to let you go ahead and get started with breaking it down here with the Browns at the Broncos. Try to say that five times fast. Who are you starting and who you got in this game? For me, Russell Wilson is a quarterback two 
So I know a lot of you might not have a better option this week. So he's even against a tough Browns defense. He can still be usable as a quarterback for you this week. I'm starting the running backs there. So I'm starting Ford, starting Williams, uh, starting Hunt if he's healthy um, as a flex or a, if you need to plug him in as a RB2 or RB3. Sutton, Amari Cooper, and Joku. Those are guys that uh, I would feel more comfortable starting this week. Jerry Judy is outside. I just don't think he's that good of a receiver, but the potential targets are there. So he's someone that if you desperately need a wide receiver three, flex, wide receiver four, something like that, he's uh, an option for you guys. I'm not really seeing much else. Um, I don't think that DTR, the Browns quarterback, is that good of an option. He's like a quarterback three for me. So he's kind of like a desperation play at the quarterback spot. Both defenses are worth consideration for this week for you guys. I I, I want to go Browns, but I'm hoping that the Broncos have officially changed for good. So I'm, I'm going to pick the, the Broncos this week. Don't feel super confident about it, but that's what I'll do. All right. So I feel super confident about the Broncos winning this week, and I'm going to lock them up. And here is why. DTR looked not that good in this previous week's matchup. He played just good enough to go over the lowly Steelers who don't do very well. And I think uh, Sean Payton and Russ now have it figured out. And I think this could be a double digit win by the Broncos and lock it up for me. But I'm going to start everyone that you are. Only thing is, is if desperate, you could give Judy a shot. And I don't really love Judy at all. (laughs) Yeah. The only thing I'll say about this is uh, the Steelers defense is still a good defense. And so DTR is a rookie. He was a low drafted rookie. So he beat a a really good Steelers team that just the Steelers team just struggles to score offensively, but they have a really good defense. Whereas Russell was barely able to beat a struggling Minnesota team that was missing Kirk Cousins, was missing Justin Jefferson. had inefficient play on the offensive side, was playing Josh Dobbs. I still don't think Josh Dobbs is a, a very good quarterback. I think he's a solid quarterback, but not a very good one. So I think that this is a very, 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 very close matchup. And I don't feel confident that the Broncos will win. I just think that they're more likely at this point. All right. So we can go ahead and move on to our next matchup, which is the Rams at the Cardinals. Who are you starting? And uh, who you got in this matchup? Uh, starting Murray. If Stafford is still healthy and playing, you feel like Stafford is the one you still got to start even when he struggles. Um, starting both starting running backs and James Conner and Kyron Williams, putting Puka in. I don't think Cup is going to play this week. If he does, he's someone you really can't bench if you can help it. Rondell Moore seems like he's the wide receiver one with Kyler right now, which is strange to me. So you, you just got to roll with it because that's what it is. So. <laughs> Putting Rondell Moore out there, starting McBride because he's been a tight end one the last few weeks. In a pinch, Hollywood. In a pinch, Michael Wilson, if he plays. Doesn't look like he's going to play at this point. Um, Maybe Higby. Jeff, did I cover everyone? You did cover everyone. Rondell only did have one target this past week, so that one target ended for a bomb and a touchdown. So it's not like he's being super targeted. Um, I'm really interested to see how... Kyler plays with Michael Wilson when he gets back. Um, but I do want to see it in one matchup before I would be willing to start Michael Wilson. I don't think I would do that blindly. Um, 
I'm going to go with the Rams in this matchup. Who did you go in this matchup, Alex? I haven't picked yet. Oh, I you were waiting for me. You do. That's right. So I could do the opposite. <laughs> You're Mr. Contrarian over there. Uh, I like Stafford. It's just I don't believe in the Rams this year. I think the Cardinals win this one. So, but the yeah. but the team that you believe in, the Seahawks, they swept them this year. Yeah, well, they had to knock Geno out for two for two drives, and that made the difference because I feel like the Seahawks would have won. <laughs> You're feeling yeah. like they want, would have won isn't a win. <laughs> okay, it's still well, an L. Let's put it this way: if Geno wasn't out for those two drives, the Seahawks would have scored in one of those drives. They would have won. So the Rams That's... don't play differently if the Seahawks w- like. You're totally discounting that too. I don't think the Rams would have done much different, honestly. Okay. I I think I think if Gino was healthy the entire game, the Seahawks would have won. Gino's the Rams so narrowly terrible. won by one point. They won by one point, Jeff. Right, but there's he's so terrible, and it couldn't have Jeff. been better to watch him come down to earth this year. Jeff. Yes, sir. He he was the best quarterback in that matchup. Okay, not saying much. Okay. Well, he's not terrible. You keep saying he's terrible, but he is. He's a top fifteen quarterback in the league, Jeff. False. Real NFL. Bottom ten. Okay. Whatever, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, now that Bur- now that Burrow's out and Rogers is out and Cousins, is out, of course, top fifteen now. <laughs> but it took all these guys to be out of even, rosters. Even if all of those guys were healthy, he's still not a bottom ten. You just unreasonably hate him. So I think on a future podcast, we should figure out which quarterbacks you wouldn't take over Geno Smith, like as a franchise quarterback. Okay. Would you take Anthony Richardson over him? I wouldn't take Young. I wouldn't take Ritter. I wouldn't take Jordan Love. So there's three right there. I got to actually think of names. I wouldn't take Wilson. What? The Jets Wilson. The Jets Wilson. But he's Rodgers as their quarterback, though. And this argument of them all being healthy, Rodgers is their quarterback. I, I don't know how much Rodgers has left, to be honest with you. So he's 40. So you still he? wouldn't take Aaron Rodgers over Geno Smith this year? No. No. Okay. Geno's half the price, too. So that's what's dope. So you got to, I wouldn't take Stafford over him right Isn't now. Isn't that false Stafford after got, the pay cut? Stafford has half an arm. So you, there's you keep that. bringing up his Don't arm, just... but he hasn't missed a game yet this year. Or he missed um, one game. Hmm. Baker's in a unique situation. Where he's at the team that maximizes him. If Baker was on a different team, maybe Baker. So I love all your hypotheticals. If Gino played, they win. Try if to... Baker's on a different team, I'm taking Gino. Oh. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of all the teams right now. Would you take Justin uh, Fields over him? Hmm. You're starting no. a franchise today. Who are you taking? Uh, we'll take. I'll take Gino over Justin Fields. I will take. That's breaking G- news. I will take Gino over anyone on the Giants. I'll take Gino. Over anyone on the Raiders, I will. Let's see, what other teams are there, Jeffrey? Hmm. I'll take <laughs> Gino over Mac Jones. I'll take Gino over Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. I will take Gino over Deshaun Watson. Oh my god, dude! I'm at eleven now. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're at ten. Ten teams. You can't list Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi and like count that as two. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what teams I've already gone over. But out of everyone you list them, I would start Stafford, Rodgers, Watson, Fields over him. I would start those four over him for sure. So he is bottom 10 to me. Yeah, let me actually look at a list of actual teams. <laughs> <laughs> this is compelling okay. television. I would or take him over, over Tannehill and anyone with Tennessee. Okay, that's fair. Let's see. That's 11. Yeah, so not 10. 
Okay, so we got Carolina. Yep. I'm iffy on Arizona, so I'll just say I'll skip Arizona. So Carolina, Chicago, Giants, Atlanta. Just for the record, Chicago is completely different. On LA is one that we differ on. Green Bay. Okay. So we go back up to New England, Tennessee, Jets. Yep. That one I completely Vegas. differ with you on. Yep. So Vegas and uh, Cleveland, eleven. So we I differ on four. So I have them at quarterback twenty six or twenty five in the league right now. So and I think it's too soon for Indianapolis. Although I really like the idea before the draft of Richardson going to Seattle to mentor behind Geno. That's what I really wanted for him, but didn't work out that way. I just see I've just seen ten years of Geno. One good season does not all of a sudden erase all nine years of bad. Sometimes people get better, man. They do, but he also gets older. Father time is undefeated. Okay. So by the well, time he gets we better, see Tom it's time Brady to playing until he's fifty seven. So I mean So you think Geno's a fifty seven quarterback? Rodgers is barely going to be a 50 or 40 year old quarterback. Uh, I think you can also argue Indianapolis right now. So, I mean, 11 to 12 teams, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I would still take Richardson over him because I just like the upside over what I know the low ceiling for Gino is. Yeah. Controver- real controversial pick right here. I think that Tua is not significantly better than Gino. That's fair. I just think Tua is in the perfect situation for himself. Okay. Anyway, we got si- sidetracked there. <laughs> all right yeah where are we at we're we're back to this we're uh we both just picked the rams so we're ready to move on to the next matchup i which thought i picked is... the cardinals pretty sure i picked the cardinals uh, i wanted to see if i could get one over <laughs> all right so moving on to the bills at the eagles who you got in this matchup who you start and sitting and uh let, let me have all of the news in this matchup okay so we're starting both quarterbacks josh allen and jalen hurts Starting the running back, so we're starting James Cook. We're starting Swifts. Uh, Swift? Swift? Taylor Swift? No. Um, starting DeAndre Swift there. We're starting the wide receivers here. So we're starting A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Maybe Davis, maybe Shakir for the Bills. Uh, but we're definitely starting Diggs, even though he had a down week. And we are starting Kincaid at the tight end position for the Bills. Uh, I am going Philly with this one since it's not only is Philly the better team, but it's also at home in Philadelphia. So that is who I have. Jeff, who are you Who are you starting this week? If there's anyone different, and who do you have winning? So, yeah, we're going to – I think this has a potential to be a high-scoring matchup. Uh, the Bills are out to prove something right now. The Eagles are coming off of a short week. They also have the 49ers on the horizon after this matchup. So – for all of those reasons, I'm going to go with the Bills in this matchup. Um, but I'm going to start everybody in this matchup because I just think there's going to be a ton of points. And I think coming off of a short week with the 49ers on the horizon, coming off the Chiefs game, the Eagles are are, are hurting a little bit in this stretch of the season. And if you remember last month, the 49ers went on a little bit of a lull in their season because they just played better competition and they just couldn't win certain matchups. Um, I kind of expect that here with the Eagles to hit their wall of the season. So give me the bills in this matchup. And who did you pick again, Alex, in this matchup? The Eagles. All right. We are very different right now in this, in this uh, week right here, week 12. So we are not on the same page about anything in the NFL right now, which is great for everybody here to listen to us. Okay. We've got the chiefs at the Raiders next, and this is the better matchup than we thought it would be at this point, but I'm still going the Chiefs. 
And I am starting Mahomes. I am starting Pacheco for the Chiefs. I'm starting Kelsey for the Chiefs. And then for the Raiders, I am starting Jacobs, Devonta Adams. Um, if Jacoby Myers is healthy, I would consider playing him as well as the tight end uh, Myers as well. So that that's pretty much it. Um, but I'm taking the Chiefs. Myers is a tough start right now with me because I just don't trust him with Aiden O'Connell or as you aptly called him today, Raiders QB, which brought me back <laughs> to the very early 90s Madden game where they couldn't use players' names. And it just said Raiders QB 16. I think that's his number. So uh, with that being said, uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs in this matchup. Myers scares me a bit, so I'm going to try to bench him if I can. And I think you said everyone that you had wanted to start in this matchup. And I agree with you. Okay. Now we can move on to the Ravens at Chargers. And I will let you take this one. We missed earlier with the Eagles and Bills that that is one of my matchups of the week. This right here has the potential to be a game of the week as well. Um, I think this game has a chance to be very, 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 very high scoring. Um, so I'm starting Lamar and Herbert, Eckler, Edwards, Flowers, Allen, OBJ. If in a pinch, I would start Keaton Mitchell as well. Um, but I still need to see more work out of him before I'm willing to start him. So in this matchup, I am going to take the Baltimore Ravens. And the reason why I'm going to take the Ravens is because they did have extra rest. So here we go. Um, will you... Um, Agree with me or disagree with me on this one? So I agree with all your starts. I am taking the Ravens in this one because I think the Ravens are a much better team. Um, the Chargers are a team that's kind of in chaos right now. Everything's kind of crumbling around them. They can't figure out their defense. They only have two offensive weapons right now. And Herbert's so frustrated. He's running a lot more than he used to and visibly screaming at wide receivers and his center as well. So I, I can go on the Ravens. I just think they're just better all around. All right. So we're in agreement with that. And that's two this picks one, in a row. Yeah, but this one is going to, this one might have some differences here. It's the Monday night football game where the Bears are at the Vikings. Tell me who to sit and start and who you got in this matchup. Oh, oh boy. Um, I think I'm starting both quarterbacks, which is weird. So Dobbs and Fields both. Um, I am starting uh, Addison, uh, starting DJ Moore, Hawkinson. Maybe Madison, potentially, as a RB3, maybe Flex, maybe Desperation RB2. Uh, we got to keep an eye on Jefferson to see if Justin Jefferson is playing this week. I don't think that he is, but there's reports out there that he might. So it's a Monday night matchup. Be really careful with that. Uh, stay stay plugged in as much as you can to whether or not he, it's looking like he'll play. If he doesn't play, have a backup. Um as far as Chicago's running backs go, I have, I really don't know. It's either Herbert or Roshan if Foreman misses this week. So that's something to keep an eye on. Probably more likely Herbert with Roshan mixing in. But I don't feel good about it yet. It's going to come down to closer to the game time for me. But uh, I'm going to continue my away streak here. And I, I think I'm picking Chicago over the Vikings. Jeff, who do you have in this matchup and who did I miss? Uh, also going the Vikings in this matchup. I'm going Bears. Yeah, I just want to see if I could get you to trip up on that one. Darn it. That's why I was giving you a pause there. So I am going to go the Vikings in this matchup, though, uh, seriously. And so here we go with, uh, I'm going to start Fields. 
I don't really know how I feel about Dobbs. Um, <sighs> we saw his magic dust end in the Cardinals, and I think he's got one more magic dust game here at home in Minnesota. It would be a huge lift in this matchup. He really needs to get Jefferson into the lineup so we can actually see what Dobbs does with Jefferson, Addison, and Hawkinson, all the Suns, even Madison. Chandler's someone that I wish they would get more involved because he was the more effective back last week, but uh, we're still not quite there yet. But give me the Vikings in this matchup, and Alex, you still got the Vikings, right? Nope, I'm picking the Bears. I hope that gets edited out. Okay. I have a well, feel, I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of I feel like this week right here when neither one of us are going to get them all correct. I feel like that's easy for me to say. Yeah. I think there's a lot of 50-50 matchups. So, yeah. Good football. Yeah. Okay. Well, that does it for another episode of the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you all for downloading or listening to this episode. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Please leave us a comment and share the show. Every little bit helps. You can find us on all podcasting apps by searching N2E Fantasy and with our handle at N2E Fantasy on all social media platforms. Please give us a follow and join our community. Until next time, take care of yourselves. And remember, it's truly never too early for fantasy football. Thank you again. Bye, everybody.